0: As always, guys, we have another crazy, crazy story. I look forward to telling this one, specifically because this man didn't actually do a lot of acting in his career. He really was only in one thing that we can actually find information on, but he does still have a Wikipedia page, and it's for other reasons not so good, not so theatrical, but very dramatic all in the same. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be looking at Skylar DeLeon, and I believe that's how you say it, Skylar DeLeon, also known as John Julius Jacobson, Jr. Now, if that's not a mouthful of J's, you know, nobody's getting high, right? Ha, ha, ha. No, but, uh, yeah, his name was really, actually, uh, before he changed it to Skylar DeLeon, uh, it was John Julius Jacobson, Jr. Like, whole bunch of J's there, man. whole bunch of J's. And he's a junior, so that means his dad's name is John Julius Jacobson. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. A lot of name going on there. A lot of J names going on there. What's the point in that? Like John's already a common name. Julius is a uh, pretty strange, and then Jacobson also weird. But also he's a junior, and somehow he got Skyler DeLeon for his name. Now, his acting credentials. His acting credentials actually only consist of one thing, where he played Roger in one episode in 1994 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, let's just give a little background here on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which actually came out in 1993 and ended in 1997. It's a TV series, and this is the original one, guys. This is the amazing one. This is the one that we all know so well. This is the one that we all kind of connect with the most, and we wanted the movie that eventually came out called Power Rangers in the recent uh, year or so uh, to be like, right? You know, you have the Red Ranger, White Ranger, all that shit. They were fantastic, The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at this point was fantastic. In 1993, I was probably six years old, and I was obsessed. Uh, The synopsis for the show actually says uh, four athletically able teenagers, along with their brainy friend Billy, are selected by Zordon to fight the evil of Rita Repulsa, her monsters, and her minions, after the witch is accidentally released from imprisonment in an intergalactic dumpster on the moon. Later in the series, the Rangers are joined by Tommy, the once-evil Green Ranger designed for Rita's evil, but later was deprogrammed and spent two portions of the series briefly as the Green Ranger. Over time, some some Rangers had to pass their powers to others as well. Action scenes and scenes with Rita were edited from footage based on Japanese action sagas. Replacement villain Lord Zedd was designed in the U.S. So that's a long one, but it says a team of teenagers with attitude are recruited to save Angel Grove from the evil witch reader Repulsa, And later, Lord Zed, emperor of all he sees, and their horde of monsters. So that's a little, that's better. 6.4 out of 10 with 18,000 votes, man. Awesome. And I really, I love this. Like, I'm not even joking. That was one of the more reasons that I was intrigued by this guy, this person, this Skylar De, uh, de Leon, because this is the only thing he was in. He played Roger. And I can guarantee you, I remember seeing him. I'm not sure when, I couldn't even tell you, but 1993 was a long time ago, and still remains to be a long time ago, and I'm still, you know, I haven't kept up with the show uh, at all, I haven't continued to watch Power Rangers, because once it changed to where they were doing the dinosaur stuff and all that shit, I wasn't too into it, you know what I mean? It just wasn't for me, it changed, it got too weird, I mean, it was already an interesting show from the beginning, and then they just made it even weirder, I feel, you know what I'm saying? And I'm very curious, I'm trying to look on YouTube, I did the research to try and figure out where, uh, where he was featured in, um, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like, if they had a snippet of his scene or something, it looks like he was actually really young, yeah, it seems as if he was, obviously, he's a little guy, you know, this Skylar DeLeon, he was a very small dude, and you can only imagine how much smaller he was when he was a kid, that's why they got him in the films and all that, all that goodness, let's, uh, let's, let's look a little bit deeper into this Schuyler DeLeon and why he is our subject of today's episode. Okay. Like I said, Schuyler James DeLeon was actually born John Jacobs Jr. He's a former child, uh, American child actor. He's the son of a convicted drug dealer, so he's already got that going for him. Uh, DeLeon began acting in bit parts and commercials as a child at age 14. was the first time he actually appeared in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and he was an extra in the episode Second Chance. So right there is uh, the guide to the episode, you guys. I'm going to have to figure out what he actually did. If he was just an extra, it couldn't be that important, but at least we know which episode it was. Uh, as an adult De Leon struggled to remember lines and his career faltered as a result obviously at age 20 he then joined the united states marine corps but went on unauthorized absence 15 days later so he just he joined the marines and then took off uh after being there for a little over 2 weeks he was later given another honorable uh he was later given an other than honorable discharge you can see he was he's uh he's Youngster, you know he's born in uh nineteen, nineteen seventy nine, August twelfth, nineteen seventy nine, Sand Valley, Sun Valley, California, and he was previously married to Jennifer Henderson. I'm not sure who that is. I've never even heard the name. Sounds too common. She's probably some sort of a wanna-be actress as well, or model, or something. Who knows? All right. So I mentioned his credentials being Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and that basically being it. Uh, I can't forget to. I can't not mention his portrayal of himself in the tv series the 2008 tv series wicked attractions or wicked attraction i'm sorry the synopsis of this is it's a documentary crime series and it says it examines cases where perverse desires push real people to commit crime 7.2 out of 10 on imdb that's pretty good and obviously it talks about what we're about to talk about right now so maybe this was a little bit more uh High profile than I expected. But all of this information, I do have to give credit where credit's due. It comes from Murderpedia.org if you guys want to check into it yourself. But we're going to get into the story right away because, like I said, there's not much to talk about when it comes to the guy's acting career and what he has done on screen or on film. It just proves, you know, he was trying to get into the industry. It might not have worked out for him. And he ultimately turned to crime. And that's where we are today. The crime we're talking about is the murder or disappearance of Thomas and Jackie Hawks. I read a little bit about the story which made me interested in doing this episode, but I don't know all of the details, so we're going to go into it just as uh just as fresh I'm going to go into it just as fresh as you are, if that makes sense. And as you can see, I kind of did this episode differently where as soon as it starts, we're going to get right into the subject matter, guys. We're going to start talking about the topic and at the end I'll do all of the the updates and all that fancy yada-dada that we all love, right? Okay, Thomas Hawks was a retired probation officer and a bodybuilder. He owned, with his second wife Jackie Hawks, formerly of Mentor on the Lake, Ohio, so she's from Ohio, a 55-foot yacht they called the Well Deserved. They treated it as their permanent home on which they sailed around for two years the Pacific Ocean and the Sea of Cortez. Could you imagine how beautiful that would be? To live on a boat and be able to sail around? That'd be amazing. Uh, in two thousand four they did decide to sell their yacht though, and set up home in Newport Beach to be closer to their grandchild of Mr. Hawke's son from his former marriage. Jackie actually helped raise the boys since uh, they were in the early teens, and considered the new baby her grandson. Their advertisement of the sale of the yacht was answered in November by Schuyler De Leon. The couple was initially cautious of De Leon but became more receptive when he brought his then pregnant wife Jennifer and their other child to a meeting. The Hawks were last seen alive on the morning of November 15, 2004, heading out of the harbor. The yacht returned, but they did not. On November 29, the police interviewed Skyler de Leon. He told them that he bought the boat from the Hawks and showed them proof of purchase documents. He stated to the police that the Hawks' left in the car with his money, denied being in their car, and named also Alonzo Macon as witness to the purchase. The reason that he bought the boat, he claimed, was he intended to launder money related to armed burglary in 2002, for which he had been convicted. So as you can see, this this young man here has already been in trouble for burglary and convicted. In March 2005, after initially fleeing to Mexico and then returning, Macon confessed to the crime. Or is it Machain? I don't know. It's M-A-C-H-A-I-N. I I don't care. Macon. (laughs) He was arrested in connection with the couple's disappearance along with DeLeon and DeLeon's wife Jennifer. Skyler DeLeon initially maintained his innocence. Claiming that he was not present at the time. And speculating that the Hawkses were killed over a drug deal gone bad. So he's trying to blame this all on drugs. Basically what we're seeing here that took place is these people went out of their way to try and get rid of their boat to try and live closer to their family to be more part of their grandchild's life and this youngster came in with this group of people now mind you this this does consist of Skylar DeLeon this you know John Julius Jacobson Jr. but there's also more people involved you guys his then wife like we mentioned at the beginning, Jennifer Henderson, who I've never heard of before. You know, apparently this was kind of in the, in the public eye, but I feel like it's drifted off and people might have forgot about this and may have never even heard of it. Um, Jennifer Hudson, like I said, I, I'm not sure where she's from, but she was the wife of Skylar. Also, this Alonzo fellow, Alonzo Macon, uh, he's a former SEAL Beach Correctional Officer. And he met Delion while Delion was uh, serving time in prison for the burgu- burglary. So also not a good dude. You know, he he might wear a uniform or something, but not a good guy. There was also this guy, uh, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, which that's a crazy name, right? That sounds like a, a senator or something, right? He's a Kennedy? John Fitzgerald Kennedy? What? You think this is going to be some crazy silver-haired man? Nope, he's an insane crip member from Long Beach, and he was a former youth pastor youth pastor ex-convict for attempted murder and recruited the same day of the murder. So the day that this actually took place, that they planned to do this whole thing, uh, he was hired. And then there's another fellow, Myron Sandora Gardner Sr. He's a former Insane Crips gang member also, so you got that. Uh, he's an ex-convict for the involuntary manslaughter and he met De Leon at work after De Leon's release from prison. He declined to participate in the crime, but introduced DeLeon to Kennedy. He's like, oh, no, no, I can't do this, man. I'm I'm an ex-member, so I can't, I'm not into that stuff anymore. But, of course, here's this other guy I know who's in for, who just got out for attempted murder at some point. Uh, his, his name's also John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Hello, my name is John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I would like to debate. I'm running for president. I don't know. The name sounds crazy, right? John Fitzgerald Kennedy. That's insane. That's a crazy name for an insane Crip gang member, right? That does not sound like a gang member's name. But as you can see, so there's one, two, three... There's four, five people involved in this whole thing. But obviously the one with the most prolific name is Skylar Leon. You know, I would say that John Julius Jacobson Jr. is pretty prolific as well. That's just a mouthful of shit. <laughs> Alright, so what actually had taken place is... Probably asked these, these generous, these nice older people... Hey... Why don't you take us out on your boat? Let us see what it's like. Because obviously Schuyler and his wife had the plan, Let's, let me bring my wife over for the second meeting so they can see, hey, I have a wife and a child. Question remains, though, is how did these other three people get involved and get allowed to be on this boat? Because from what I read in the research is they struggled with them, struggled with the Hawkses forced them to sign the documents saying, you know, and backdate it, saying that they sold the boat to uh, De Leon and his wife and apparently handcuffed them to the anchor of the boat and then just threw them overboard. Tossed them over like a piece of garbage. They weren't even dead yet, so they drowned to death, you guys. Drowned to death. This ex-Power Ranger walk-on, if you will, went out and killed Two generous people and kill them in such a severe manner. A long, a drawn out death. You're not you're not dying quickly, it's not a gunshot, it's not being stabbed, whatever, you know, anything that would be quicker than drowning. You know, drowning alive. Absolutely absolutely vicious. Absolutely vicious. It's just kinda of stranger thinking about these other people being involved. Because you have to wonder about the fact that did he have to involve these other people because he was such a little guy and he knew that he couldn't physically himself overpower these two people? So he had to involve, you know, hire these other folks and assume that oh, hey, we're going to get away with this. Let's draw money from their bank bank account like that's ever worked from a deceased person. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense at all. Authorities alleged that during a sea trial in Newport Beach Harbor, a few days after meeting the Hawks, De Leon and his accomplices, Alonzo Macon and John Fitzgerald Kennedy, bound and gagged the couple, threw them overboard, tied them to threw them overboard, tied them to the yacht's anchor. De Leon allegedly masterminded the plan to kill the couple for financial gain, and enlisted Macon to help. De Leon's wife was found guilty on two counts of first degree murder. Thank you. On November 17, 2006, after four hours of jury deliberation, it's so only four hours to convict the wife. In October 2007, Jennifer DeLeon, now calling herself Jennifer Henderson since her divorce from Schuyler, was sentenced to two life terms without the possibility of parole. She is currently housed in Central California's women's facility in Chowchilla, California. Now, while awaiting trial in jail, Skyler DeLeon was also charged with soliciting another inmate to murder his abusive father and his cousin. So listen, did you hear what I just said? The man is already in jail for this whole thing, waiting, a tr- waiting awaiting trial, because obviously he looks guilty as shit, the only person involved with these people disappearing, and they're on his boat. So while awaiting trial, and he's in jail, he's locked up, he decides to hire somebody, to kill his father and his cousin what is wrong with this guy what's wrong with him because it goes back to the I, the, the concept of how people think that child actors you know they end up being really fucked up when they be, when they're adults right well this guy barely acted he was barely in the industry what is his excuse no other child actor is going out there murdering people no matter what i haven't seen that so far jake lloyd's not out there killing people he might be a dickhead but he's not murdered anybody it's better that way. It might be, you know, you might be, Macaulay Culkin's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. You have your ups and downs, but this guy, you know, Macaulay Culkin's been in the industry forever. This Skyler DeLeon guy is probably unknown outside of this murder, right? So what was his excuse for being so messed up? They didn't take his childhood away. Now, this is Skylar still. He was also accused of killing John Jarvie, who is a resident of Anaheim. He was found dead in Mexico in 2003. So right there, it kind of fits the timeline, right? What was going on? He was just losing his shit because he couldn't get back into acting at all? Is that the only place that it felt, you know, normal to him? But once he couldn't remember his line, something was clearly going on. Probably drug abuse. Uh, DeLeon's father and cousin, who was charged as an accessory to the Jarvey murder, are considered important witnesses in both murder cases. So the cousin, who obviously Skyler wanted to have killed, is an accessory to the Jarvey murder. That's crazy on uh, march thirteenth two thousand eight de Leon partially served uh this is fucked up. It only gets worse, guys trust me on March thirteenth two thousand eight de Leon partially severed his penis with a razor blade while being held in jail. so something is going on. You don't just cut your dick for no reason what yeah severed his own penis with a razor blade ho <laughs> I know how most guys are. You can feel the pain, but after receiving medical attention, he was returned to jail the following day. So, of course, what? People had to have said some shit. The, the other inmates had to have mentioned the fact that the man cut his penis and he was back the next day. They had to have, you know, ragged on him about this. Uh, in an interview with ABC's 2020, uh, DeLeon indicated that he attempted to cut off his penis because he wanted to be a woman. So, right there, he's trying to change into a woman. So, he's going to go from John Julius Jacobson Jr. to uh, Skylar DeLeon to uh, a girl what would his name be then? Who knows? Skyler DeLeon's still pretty... It's it's unisex, right? Defense lawyers claimed that DeLeon's need for money to finance a sex change operation was the motivation for the Hawks' murders. Wow! So let's circle back, right? This young man brings his wife after the first meeting with these these people selling their boat, their yacht, who is pregnant and their other child, so he's already got two kids, and then what? These other three, these other three guys just randomly showed up. They had to have been there with him. So he brings this gang of people to go with these folks to this out on this yacht, and all this stuff happens. And it's because he says, "Hey, I'm a father. I'm a, uh, you know, I wanted to be an actor, but I, I really need to kill these people and take their money and their yacht and their boat and all that, you know, just take from them so I can have a sex change. Oh, and also, my wife is going to help." This is all very confusing. And he waited to sever his penis until he was in jail. It just seems like a crazy, crazy, crazy cry for help. On uh, September 22, 2008, jury selection began in the case against Skyler DeLeon. In a uh, consolidated case, DeLeon was jointly tried for the murders of Thomas and Jackie Hawks, as well as the murder of John Jarvey. Despite DeLeon's early protestations of innocence, once his trial began... De Leon's attorney conceded that De Leon had indeed committed all three murders. There it is, guys, right there. He did it. All three of them. All three of them. So the guy was clearly on some sort of a rampage. Now, how closely connected to his fall from, you know, possible Hollywood stardom, I guess you'd say, to his murderous rampage? How closely is that the dates connected? I have no idea. All I know is that he was—he did some commercial work, and he was an extra once in Mighty Mo from Power Rangers. Uh, De Leon's attorney conceded that, uh, like I said, he committed all three murders. The attorney said that he had taken the case to trial only to argue to the jury that De Leon should not be sentenced to death. So they were looking for the death sentence here, guys. Of course. On October 20th, DeLeon was convicted of all three counts of first-degree murder with special circumstances for financial gain and multiple victims. And on November 6, 2008, the jury, jury rendered a death verdict. So he was sentenced to death. November 6, 2008. Sentencing was originally sentencing was originally scheduled for January 16, 2009, but was then rescheduled to March 20th on request by DeLeon's attorney. On March 13th, it was announced that sentencing would begin, would again be rescheduled to April 10th so that the family of the victims could attend. On April 10th, 2009, Daly was sentenced to death by Orange County Superior Court Judge Frank Fassel. Face, he said, No, sir, you're not getting a life sentence. You, you shouldn't be on the streets at all. You shouldn't have any opportunity for parole or freedom. He is uh, currently on death row at San Quentin State Prison. On February nineteenth, two thousand nine, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, you know, the famous senator, no, the the uh, insane crip gang member, he was also found guilty on two counts of first degree murder, after less than three hours of jury deliberation, so even faster on this guy than the wife. He was sentenced to death on May first, two thousand nine. Like De Leon, Kennedy is also on death row at San Quentin State. So two out of the two out of what, the four or five people sentenced to death? Uh, Alonzo the Macon guy uh, after testifying against DeLeon, Henderson and Kennedy pleaded guilty to two counts each of voluntary manslaughter kidnapping and robbery on June 15 2009 he was sentenced to 20 years and four months he'll likely he likely will not be up for parole until 2023 so we got got a handful of years right there a handful of years man he could be out You know, the guy who was, uh, the second, the right-hand man in all this, right? Uh, he's currently serving his sentence at Valley State Prison in Chochilla, California. As of March 2009, after spending four years incarcerated, Myron Gardner pleaded guilty to accessory after the fact. And the murder charges against him were dropped. So the guy who ultimately, uh, brought in this John Fitzgerald fella, introduced the John Fitzgerald fella, ultimately didn't get any charges. So is that good or bad? I don't know, I I feel like he sh- still should have gotten some trouble for that shit. You made the connection with the guy. You set him up with, with a person that was going to do some damage, right? That's fucked up. You should get a little bit of something. Well, guys, that is uh, Skylar DeLeon or uh, John Julius Jacobson Jr. John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. Jesus, his name is my name also, right? So, yeah, like I said, he wasn't a super prominent actor at all. He really made more of his fame because of his travesties. You know, all the bad things that he did. Because they've cited in more shows than I can... You know, there's a lot right here. Probably seven or eight shows. That they've actually talked about this case. They've either talked about this case. They've made fun of this case. They've uh, parodied this case. Whatever, what have you. They've actually investigated and talked to Skyler because he's in prison. Same thing with uh, John Fitzgerald. Kennedy. Like uh, for instance obviously on uh, Investigation Discovery with Aphrodite Jones there's a reference in uh, Caffeine Induced Aneurysm in Robot Chicken uh, oc- On Oxygen, Snapped Killer Couples, a spinoff called Snap. it's a spinoff of Snapped. Uh, the 48 Hours episode Dark Voyage covers the crime. Uh, Demons in the City of Angels, I don't know what that is. Child Actor Killers covers the case, I don't know It's not even clickable. Uh, The case is also covered on the podcast... uh, California Dreaming... True Crime Tales... From the Golden State episode 14... The Tale of Lost Sea... uh, This case is briefly mentioned in the podcast... Raised by TV... Hosted by comedians... Lauren Lapkus and John Gabris. So shout out to them... The podcast is called Raised by TV... The episode is Mount Crushmore... The case is discovered... The case is covered on the TV show Crime Watch Daily with Chris Hansen, uh, Season 2, Episode 165, The Final Voyage. So there's plenty of other places you can check it out. I actually did find a documentary. I don't know if it is the Aphrodite interview uh, from Investigation Discovery, but there is a documentary that I didn't actually watch on uh, YouTube. It's about an hour and 15 minutes, so you can find out more there. I thought that was pretty interesting. But overall, this is a crazy, crazy story, man. This is the simple fact that the guy, you know, he was... He wasn't super prominent. He was acting as a child, but a murderous rampage took place. He was pretty much a serial killer, right? If he was the one that actually killed. But it is kind of suspicious that, for the fact that the first two killings were, he, you know, he claimed to do those as well. But did he have, hire the same guys? Did he have guys that helped him do this? Did he do it himself then? I don't know. He, he claimed to have. You know, he's in prison for it. He's not taking it back. Like, oh, it couldn't have been me. Look how small I am. I couldn't have killed these two people. I mean, he just seems like a small guy. I don't think he's that big of a guy. Can't be that tall. He seems like he's a short dude. I don't care enough to look at his actual height, but I'm pretty sure he's a little guy. Uh, either way, man, that's Skylar DeLeon. Check that shit out. Look him up. Check out those other podcasts that cover this as well. Awesome stuff, man. Great, great story. Very interesting character. Who knows where he could have been had he... uh had the capabilities to remember his lines right and poor thomas and jackie hawks too losing their lives for nothing cut his pecker off that's just gross but yeah if you like that story you like what i did here please please leave an itunes review you know what itunes is it takes a few minutes to get on there and leave that review but it means so so much On the end of being an independent podcaster, especially helps us stay in the charts. Helps us get on the charts, man. Helps people find the show, listen to the show, and pass the show on to other people, man. Let's keep keep people paying attention to this because it's a lot of these stories, man. I find have gone overlooked in a lot of cases, right? Either people don't hear about them or never heard about them. So I'm here to cover that for you, and I'm not a journalist. But uh, like I said, iTunes reviews are so important, man. It really helps us uh, get sponsors and all that stuff. Of course, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, every place that you go and enjoy all of your favorite podcasts. You know, full throttle, trying to keep you guys entertained and giving you some, uh, like I said, interesting case, man. iTunes reviews are so helpful, means a lot, and will will help this, this episode be uh, seen by a lot of people. Thank you, as always, for listening. Good night, everybody.